once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 206th time on this Friday, November 13th, 2020. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Full Contact Failure. In the three years of this podcast's existence, I've talked about one state more than any other by far. Florida. It's a state of perpetual weirdness that never fails to provide content. And this week is no different. You remember Tiger King, right? This is kind of the same thing, I guess. Just as weird, but at the same time, a little bit less insane. You know how sometimes you can pay to take pictures with animals at petting zoos? Think of that, but exchange a cute miniature pony for one of the deadliest big cats on the planet, a leopard. Let's see, Florida and a deadly cat. Hmm, I have no idea where this is going, but I can tell you for sure it's not going to end well. Hang on, I'm getting to that. One man in the state in which the humidity will steam you alive like a human piece of broccoli decided to break a few flashbulbs with Bagheera from The Lion King and... It didn't exactly go well, as you can guess, but I bet you knew that already. So what happened? This dude paid 150 bucks for the full contact experience package, and let's just say he got what he bargained for. Of course, he originally wanted belly rubs and a photo for the fridge, but that's not what old Chester Sharpclaws had in mind. A few seconds after he got into the cage, the leopard attacked him. And in a statement, his attorney said the owner of the facility brought the victim into the leopard cage. Hold on. Is he forgetting that it's not the owner's fault, though? This man literally paid 150 bucks to get in there with it. He knew what he was getting into. And you're surprised when bad things happen? It's a leopard. Dude, you understand that, right? It's not a teddy bear. Look at me over here criticizing, knowing I'd pet a gorilla in a heartbeat if I knew it wouldn't rip my arms off and beat me with him. He got torn up pretty well, spending a week and a half in the hospital because of a torn ear and a missing part of his scalp. Word of advice? Next time, buy it from a pet store. Give it a litter box and maybe name it Mittens or something. It also helps if they're a lot smaller, too. Oh, for heaven's sake, just get a house cat. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says, And be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. This verse is addressing forgiveness, specifically the forgiveness that God has given us. Let's start off at the top of this verse, and be ye kind to one another. One commentary on this verse says that kindness is gentleness in bearing with wrong. Also, we know that kindness can take many different forms. It can be anything from grabbing a coffee with someone or paying for somebody's meal to giving someone gas money after they've spent a day with you or buying their ticket to the movies. You can be a friend to people, and being a friend to people doesn't mean you have to spend any money. You can do something as simple as being there for somebody when they've had a bad day. When they text you their day's not going well, you can ask them what's wrong, and when they tell you, you can offer words of encouragement, or you can talk to them. You can actually have that back-and-forth dialogue about what it is that's bothering them and offer them situations and suggestions of how to get out of that and how to get their mind off of it. And you 
can love people as Jesus loves you. That means no matter how they vote, no matter what color they are, no matter what creed they follow, you can love people. You can show people that same unconditional love that Jesus showed you from the cross. We jump right into the next part of this verse that says, Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So this is where we really get heavy on the forgiveness. In order to be forgiving of one another, in order to be forgiven of someone who has wronged you, you need to be tender-hearted towards what they've done. You need to really reconcile that gap between the two of you. Now, I, as well as anyone else, knows it's really hard to forgive someone that's done you wrong. We as humans, we don't really want to do that. We want to hold grudges. But that is not the way we should live. That's not the way Christ lived, and we're supposed to live by Christ's example. And Christ showed a wonderful example of forgiveness on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So even as he was hanging there dying a very painful death, a death reserved for the highest order of criminals, he still wanted his captors. He still wanted his tormentors to be forgiven in the eyes of God. Shouldn't we want the same things for that friendship that's blown up or for that person that's done us wrong? I know it can be hard, but if we're going to live and love by Christ's example, the first step is forgiveness. Jesus didn't hold back his forgiveness, so why are you holding back yours? Take a step and forgive because Christ forgave you. Bird watching is fascinating to me. Honestly, I've never been into it, but I know that some people really are. For instance, there's someone I know that could tell you the type of bird that just landed on her bird feeder just by their chirping. Some people, though, well, they're not that smart. For example, in the UK a while ago, there was an exotic bird that landed in a parking lot And as you can expect, everyone was losing their collective minds because I don't think that happens often. No doubt bird watchers, I'm sure. Somehow welfare workers got involved and pointed out that there was a gaping hole in the plot. The bird wasn't from the islands at all and there was nothing exotic about it. Well, Joe, I think you can go home now. For the record, and in case anyone's wondering, that was a Tiger King reference. There's nothing political here. This bird was a seagull. Yep, I'm talking about the deadbeat beach bum of the foul world. Somebody dyed it electric blue for some reason and then just sent it on its way. My question is, how on earth do you confuse a seagull with literally anything else? Yeah, I get it. I know somebody dyed it electric blue, and that's probably what made people think it was a different bird because it was a different color than seagulls usually are. But I can bet you one thing for sure. Everyone has had an experience at the beach one time on vacation when a seagull has swooped down and tried to steal their McDonald's. Basically what I'm saying is it would seem to me like it would take a whole lot more than just changing the color of its feathers to make people confuse a seagull with literally any other type of bird in existence. Maybe some plastic surgery would help further the argument, but still, I'm not buying it. I don't know about you, but last time I checked, a seagull is just about as far from exotic as you can get. I guess we need to study those bird books a bit more. If no one else, it would at least serve the people in that parking lot well. 
I appreciate you hanging out with me and taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. But that looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected easily on Facebook and Twitter by searching Ebone Zone on Facebook and official EBZ on Twitter. That's capital O in official, capital E-B-Z. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop a review, tell me how I'm doing, and subscribe if you can. Until next time, God bless you, stay humble, and keep an ear out. <laughs>